everybody this is ask dr gans the podcast stress everybody's got it everybody feels it but what do you do with it that's a big question for a lot of people how can you get it handled so that you can be your best do your best and more importantly feel your best in all areas of your life well that's what we're all about at ask dr gans the podcast i'm your host Bryn griffiths along with our good friend registered psychologist dr gans ferentz hi how you doing today I'm great, man. How are you doing? Very, very good. This is kind of the, the new thing for us. We're not working out of the studio together anymore. <laughs> I know. It's hard not seeing you physically, right? I mean, but I guess this is a, the new thing that we all have to deal with right now. Hey? Absolutely. But yeah. uh, we, uh, we after a, a, a bit of an absence, we have returned. This is our third since our seven-month hiatus, I guess that's how we'll call it. Mm-hmm. And the response on the first two podcasts overwhelmingly uh, successful awesome the first one we obviously talked about where we've been and i obviously had to address my health issues because mm-hmm. that's that really was the the big thing that kind of put us behind the eight ball a little bit here mm-hmm. but last week we started talking about covid19 and what is the new norm now we've got to take it a little bit further and one of the things we're going to be talking about with the school year starting for many mm-hmm. in canada this week there's a lot of anxiety out there about what to do with the kids. Yeah. And I'll just quickly give you a situation here in our household. Mm-hmm. 13-year-old is not going back to mm-hmm. be physically in school and will do online. In Edmonton, for example, with the Edmonton Public School Board, 30% of their students are not going back for the first quarter of the se- the season, I was going to say. The, uh, the school <laughs> sports year. Guy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> sports guy. Uh, and, uh, and our guy's one of those. We just mm-hmm. want to see how things play out a little yeah. bit. But there's a lot of stress involved there. Mm-hmm. I don't even know where we want to jump in first and foremost, but I guess the biggest concern we had about not sending our guy back, it, it depends. One, I'm kind of coming off of a cancer scare. Right. So obviously, mm-hmm. you, you have to be concerned about what comes into the house. Absolutely, yeah. My biggest concern is the social aspect and not being with your friends and your buddies and that whole team environment yeah. at school. But where do you want to start with this? Well, I, I would start right at the beginning, just in terms of the uncertainty and the difficulty and even making the decision that a lot of parents, parents have to have to face, right? And one of the things that uh, I've been telling people is whenever you get to – whatever that decision is, because you, you do have to look at your own personal situation. So, you know, if everybody in your house is young and healthy and fit and, you know, there's very little risk, then, you know, that might not be that much of a, a risk to send the kids to school. But if you've got somebody who is either immunocompromised or is older or has some underlying health issues, well, yeah, then you got to think very differently, right? And so it's it's not what's happening, you know, in the country or even the city. It's really what's happening in your community and especially in your own family. So um, first thing is that people need to know that it's okay to make the decisions that make sense for themselves, their kids, and their families. Um, you, you need to know that you have that right. And really, it's your responsibility to do that as well, as opposed to just sort of going with 
what everybody thinks you should go with, right? Um, so that's the first thing. The second thing is I'd say when once you make the decision, once you once you figure out what it is you want to do, then just make the decision. Don't look back, right? Take in the information, see how it goes and stuff like that. But but be okay with the with the uh, decision for the first little while as well, because that's going to start to reduce your stress and your kids' stress as well. Because now you've like it's settled, right? You don't have to be wondering and worrying and try to figure it out and stuff like that, right? So yeah. the more quickly you can get there, the the easier it's going to be for everybody. One of the things that I've really been working on over the past year is I can only worry about me. And uh-huh. we've talked about this a lot. And the one thing that I've really noticed, and we're bringing social media back in again, uh-huh. is that people always feel like they have to judge you or have yeah. to make a statement on what you're doing. Right. I'm not hearing any of that from anybody because we – we took weeks to make a, the decision on this, uh-huh. and I just don't think it's fair for other people to be making a judgment on how right. other people see they, the direction they want to go. Are you finding right. that? Well, yeah. It's, it's funny. I was doing a few other media spots today, too, and that's, that, that was the question that came up. They, you know, people are, and, and it's, it's been happening before COVID, and it's just, I think it just ramped up with COVID and stuff like that, right? But, yeah, there, there are it's almost like social media lends itself to judgment in many ways where like, Oh no, well you should be sending your kids to school or you should be keeping your kids home. What kind of parents are you? Right. Yeah. And, and there's always somebody that you can find that is not going to agree with the decision you make. Right. Um, so I, I would say, I would say two things. One, we as individuals and as families, we have to do what we can to be a little immune to the opinions of others. Right. Yes. Um, this is kind of crude, but this is something I heard that totally makes sense. They said opinions like assholes. Everyone's got one. Oh yeah. Right. But it's like, so what? Like, who cares? Right. I mean, there. It doesn't doesn't really matter that somebody has a different opinion than you. That's okay. You you go with what makes sense for you. But then on the other side, I, I think we as people also can start to spread some love and some grace in this whole thing, right? And whether we do so on social media, which might be good to counteract all the other stuff that's going on out there, but just like remembering that we should be treating other people, other families, other other members of society the way we would like to be treated. Like we would not want to be judged. We would not want somebody telling us or berating us for a decision we made, a hard, hard fought and heartfelt decision about what we think is best for our, our family and our kids. And so, you know, we need to start to share that sense of grace with other families, but also within our family too, because one of the things I've seen since the start of this thing is that everybody is off, right? Yeah. Like we're, we're not focusing the same way. You know, I was talking to a few people today that forgot what day it was. I remember like uh-huh. on Monday, at the end of Monday, I thought it was Wednesday. And it's like, what I just came off the weekend. How what day? Like it was, you know. So something simple like that. We're just we're, we're not ourselves. We're not functioning as well as we have been under normal circumstances. Now, so, now, now, do you think that when kids go back to school, or or even the ones that are being homeschooled through online services, once we get back into more of a Monday through Friday thing, uh-huh. that guys, older guys like you and me, are going to be able to start to figure that out a little bit more. I hope so. 
I, I really do hope so. So yeah, because it's 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 one of those things where, and and I think, so, like you said, the structure is not there, right? The external structure, so we right. don't have that same those same external cues that we normally would during the day, right? But uh, but I think also, like legitimately, this is one of the effects of the cumulative stress we've been under, right? All the little death by a thousand cuts kind of feeling that we've had from all these little things we have to do differently just to try to manage, it does take it out of us. And so we're not as sharp as we could be. So that's important for parents to remember because, you know, you can have grace for yourself, but you also need to have grace for your kids and also for the teachers, by the way, because they're trying to figure out as well. So it's likely that grades might not, or classes might not be set up the way the kids are used to. The reporting may not be the same as what the parents are used to. The performance at school may not be the same as what they're used to, you know. So all those things are important for parents to think about as they uh, make the decision, but then also as the kids go back to school, whether it's at home, homeschooling, or or physically going back out to classes. I think this is going to end up being a two-parter because we can Absolutely. we, we got to attack it from two different points of view. Let's focus on the parents right now. Mm-hmm. In the next episode, we'll talk more about the kids, but parentally it's a it's a tough decision to make some some people uh i've run across it on two occasions i almost feel like i'm being school shamed a little bit Uh, because uh we've decided to go the online route which kind of annoys me because it's really at the end of the day our decision nobody Uh else's right but how do parents kind of work their way through that a little bit where you feel comfortable with the decision you're making and grant, granted, a quarter of the way through the school year, at least up here in Canada, we can send the kids back. But right. I just think that right now you gotta you gotta be careful. Yeah, look, look at it's not gonna be helpful to anybody to do something and then be all panicked about it, right? Either worried about it or holding their breath or anything like that, right? You you gotta do the best you can with the situation you have. And and that's just what we all have to recognize. So the folks that are making whatever decision you're making, if there's judgment coming at you, understand the judgment really is more about the person doing the judging than it is about any decisions you've made. As long as you know that you've made the best decision you can for your family, given the information you have and your situation, that's it. Put that put that whole concept to bed. And then, you know, if you find that you need to make an adjustment a little later, then make the adjustment. That's that's fine, right? But all of us, I mean, you, you look what's happening even with the medical information we're getting around COVID, right? It's It started out being one thing and saying something else as we get more information, right? Everything is evolving, so you're allowed to evolve and, and make decisions and, you know, um, change what you need to change as you go forward, too. So it, it's okay. Do the best you can and know that that's, that's all you need to do. There's other pressures involved here, too, and, and I'm going to continue to reflect on the Edmonton numbers because that's mm-hmm. where we're located. And the biggest thing that we've noticed is 30% are staying home and doing online, 70% are going back to school. But what's very noticeable is of the 30%, there is an affluence issue here. Mm-hmm. Th- that 30% can afford to stay at home. Mm-hmm. The 70% are, there's way, it's got to be way more pressure on the 70% because... Mm-hmm. I'm sure a chunk of that would not want to send their kids to school. That's just got to be gotta. that's got to be even tougher for some parents. This is the truth, you know, and that's something we don't often think about is that some people don't have a choice, yeah. right? Economically they have to do it because they can't afford to stay home. They can't they don't have the 
the the resources or possibly the skills or the time or possibly the temperament to be able to to school at home or the kids are too young or you know whatever there's lots of different reasons why that might be the case and so again it comes down to everyone doing the best they can with what they have and 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 the rest of us trying to support each other you know it's interesting because during bigger events in in human history a world war or you know you see it in a, the fire like the fires we had here a couple of years ago in Fort McMurray or you see it with like the hurricanes or anything like that right big natural disasters you can actually see the good side of humanity people step in they support each other they look after their neighbors they try to help each other well this is a time to do that too right and and help each other like if if there are parents who are having issues because you know economic difficulties or whatever giving them some encouragement saying yep yeah, we'll we'll you know we'll help you get your kids to school or we'll you know like you know I understand why you made that decision or or whatever right and so um it it does it, it does give us this opportunity to show our humanity whether online or physically uh face to face with people but I I do think that mindset of let me do what I need to do for me but let me also try to help other people do what they need to do for themselves, giving that support emotionally, but also giving that support physically when we can. I've noticed it in Alberta. I've noticed it in Ontario and a few other provinces through Canada that there's this need to lash out at provincial governments because mm-hmm. of the way things are being ruled out. Mm-hmm. I just don't think that's healthy, but that's just me. Uh, and, and I love your positive messaging here. Well, listen... I, I totally get it. I totally get that it's we 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 almost it's almost feels like human nature to want to scapegoat something or someone. We we want to have somebody to blame, right? Yeah. Um, because in the moment it feels good, right? It, it it feels nice to have some righteous indignation. It's like yeah, that the government and blah blah blah, right? Um, but but the the truth of it is that can actually take us out of the game, right? It can distract us from doing what we need to do and seeing the opportunities to find better solutions, to find alternate ways of doing what we need to do for our families or supporting other people in the community. And, and don't get me wrong. I, I think it's reasonable and uh, even responsible to question governments, right? Um, to ask them to be better or sure. to say, hey, you forgot about this or what are you doing over here? But to make it sort of your hobby <laughs> or your vocation, um, I don't know that that's necessarily a, a smart or, or useful or helpful thing. Um, if you don't like the government, what they're doing, then, you know, say some stuff, do some protests. And if you need to, like, vote, you know, and vote, vote people out or in or, or whatever you need to do. But to always be lashing out and always looking for ways to poke holes in whatever is happening, uh, not necessarily that helpful. I don't for know. You how, or for anybody I, else. I just I don't know how that helps the kids. This is yeah. Ask Doctor Gans the podcast. We're talking about stress. It's, it's going to be COVID an awful lot here for the next few weeks. There's no denying that. You can uh, check us out on Facebook. Just check out Ask Doctor Gans. Doctor, of course, is Dr. Okay, so uh, so once the schooling year is getting rolling here, mm-hmm. what can parents do to try to take some of the pressure off the kids a little bit? Well, for a couple of things, as you're preparing, and we do right now when we're recording this, we do have a little bit of time 
before school starts, uh, depending when you're hearing this and where you are in the world, you may already be in school. Yeah. Um, but you know, one of the big things is routine. Routine is extremely, extremely important for the kids and for the parents. So if you have a few, a few days before you're getting back to school, start getting into the routine of going to bed at the right time. Start getting into the routine. Uh, waking up is not quite as important just yet, but get into the routine of going to bed at the right time because that's going to help your body adjust, but then it helps you get into that, that rhythm that you're going to need for, for that. And we do that when, when people are off work and they're getting back to work. There's a process called work hardening, right? And they got to get ready to get strong enough to manage a day of work. We got to do the same thing with the kids, right? And also with our parents, with ourselves as parents. So, so that's one of those things. Um, it also helps you to have a sense of autonomy and control, which we've been lacking somewhat in these times. So having that routine really does help. Second, talk to your kids about what is going on, right? Um, when kids can pick up whatever is in the air uh, emotionally um, with us as parents, so if we're worried, if we're sad, if we're anxious, if any of that stuff is happening, don't pretend everything's fine because it's not, right? And the kids will pick it up. And it's, it's, it's worse for the kids to feel that something's off, but no one's talking about it. It's far better to say, yeah, I'm feeling sad today or I'm feeling worried about this. And, and, and give the kids, I would say, age-appropriate information. So, you know, what you tell your 15-year-old is not the same thing you – same discussion you have with your five-year-old, right? But, but calling it what it is, telling the truth, being real with your kids is going to be very important for you as a parent. It's going to reduce your stress, and it's also going to help teach the kids that they can actually talk about stuff – uh, that's bugging them, right? And I think the, th the, th the third thing I would say that's really important is to watch for your kids, right? So ask them how they're doing. Ask them, you know, how, how they're feeling at school, what's new. Be positive and look for the good stuff that's there. But look for signs that they might be feeling stressed. If, you know, the older ones may be a little more withdrawn, the little ones may act out a little bit, um, or you might find that they're more clingy or whatever. And some of that stuff is normal just when you're starting school anyway, but especially as school goes on, you want to just pay attention to that so you can have that discussion and that dialogue. And, you know, if the kids, especially the little ones, need a little extra hug or, you know, need to cut a little more, eh, it's not so bad. So we've dipped our toe in the water a little bit here on this, more from a parental standpoint than anything. Uh -huh. In our next episode, we've, we've got to talk about the kids and uh, little things that we might be able to uh, pass along to uh -huh. try to help them through what's going to be a very different and unique first month of school whether uh -huh. they're at home or they're actually at school i, I just it's uh, it's sure interesting times huh oh yeah 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 interesting times i i really think it's i, I like to look at this as an opportunity to grow and um it, you know we're going to go through it anyway so if we're if we're going to go through it Mazda go through it, look for the advantage in it, as opposed to look 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 for how shitty it is, right? So yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Well, that's it for time now. But uh, you know, one of the things that we love is feedback. So please drop us a line. Of course, our mission is to help as many people as possible, right? Absolutely, reach as many people, help them get the the tools they need to do better. Exactly, and the other thing too is it's really important for people to share mm -hmm. and uh, share your emotions, your experiences and share this podcast. 
Yes. Either through retweeting or, or the other methods of ear candy that are out there. And, uh, of course, we have free resources as well, uh, free giveaway. If you haven't done so already, check out the website, which is askdrgans.com. That's askdrgans. That's D-R for doctor. And uh, it's, uh, you know, there's and there's Twitter. There's all, there's all sorts of ways that we can uh, keep in touch with people. But also make sure that you subscribe to uh, what we're doing here because it's, uh, it's really important that you help us pass the message along, correct? Absolutely. And, you know, some of these little tweaks, these little concepts and strategies we talk about can really make a huge difference in somebody's life just, you know, as, as time plays out. So definitely don't, don't keep it to yourself. Okay. <laughs> Share it. Uh, Dr. Gans, thanks very much for your time, and we'll uh, talk to everybody on the next podcast. Excellent. Thanks, Brent. Okay. 